you're listening to the Google Ads Podcast, brought to you by Solutions 8, the Google Ads Agency. When you run YouTube ads this way, they will succeed. So YouTube is a very expensive network. It's one of the most expensive networks when you're talking about the time it takes to achieve a goal. However, when it gets up and running, it is a powerhouse. Google, if you're listening, I'm basically an influencer now, so if you'd like to give me some free ad spend, I would love that. Uh, when you're talking about short snippets in getting a top of funnel offer or top of funnel product to an audience, and then you can actually start to measure successes in different ways. So this thing was growing from 37 to 369 without it being touched. Hey everyone, John Moran here, and today we're discussing YouTube ads and YouTube shorts. Some things to look for to achieve success, how long you should give it before you should start measuring it, and what are some best practices in order to make sure that you have the best chance to achieve the goal. So we're going to dive right in. And Google, if you're listening, I'm basically an influencer now, so if you'd like to give me some free ad spend, I would love that. Uh, so first thing that we were going to be discussing is cost. So YouTube is a very expensive network. It's one of the most expensive networks when you're talking about the time it takes to achieve a goal. However, when it gets up and running, it is a powerhouse. Now, what you'll see here on the screen is one example that we ran from October through still running it today. This is a YouTube shorts campaign, actually. There's going to be some things hidden here on the screen that I can't share with you just because it's a client's actual account. But YouTube shorts run very, very well. When you're talking about short snippets in getting a top of funnel offer or top of funnel product to an audience, and then you can actually start to measure successes in different ways. What do I mean by that? Well, First thing that you're going to want to do is make sure that your conversion action is set up for engaged view conversion. Now, what is an engaged view conversion, you may ask? Well, great question, and I'm happy to answer that. Sorry, I get kind of nerdy here by myself in my room. But the, the engaged view conversion window, I usually like to have this set to 30 days. And what this does is it allows you to see the people who have watched an ad for longer than 10 seconds but did not click on it but still converted within the conversion window, which is for me, 30 days. I like long attribution. I use also many different ways to measure attribution. I use Google, I use GA4, I use still UA, I use Nordbeam. There's a lot of different ways you can measure attribution. However, the more attribution you give Google, the more it sees, the more it can optimize. There's no reason to not give Google a long conversion window for it in order to or for it to see that it's it's paramount to the success of any campaign in Google. It's a self learning algorithm. This is what's helping teach it. So an engaged view conversion window of 30 days is great to start with. You can later on move it down if you want to get more tactical. I don't have a reason for it again, because I measure attribution in different ways. But here's something that's really interesting is October 1st through the 13th just because of latent conversions and so you'll see that the costs stay the same now when i say expensive it is fairly expensive we started at 500 a day we've actually just moved this up to a thousand dollars a day you can scale this up pretty hard and pretty quickly when in by doubling the aspen when it's achieved this success and this line of you'll see the red line of convergence start to increase. But I'll share with you some some quick tips too that, that I think is really, really interesting. And then I have another account that I'm going to share with you that actually shows a latent conversion in a very easy to view window. And what that means is start to see when the conversions have originally started to occur versus when they actually occurred. So it's almost like the clicks versus time attribution window. But here's the $500 a day. 
the $500 a day, when you start off, it is going to hemorrhage cash. Now, it's not actually hemorrhaging cash. It's warming up the audience. But in order for you to start to see those conversions, you need to spend that money for long enough to be able to warm them up, get them to convert, and then identify, aha, it may have taken, you know, let's say one or two or even three weeks to get these conversions. When Google starts to see those conversions is when it will then identify the audiences that it is working with and start to narrow down. Now, from October through January 13th, we spent 47,000 and made 116K. Well, for a 2.53 ROAS, and this is a cold traffic audience. These audiences, for example, we'll go in here just kind of give you, give you a quick example. Again, the, the client name is hidden, so it's not something that we're going to be going to be violating anything but what you'll see is there's a lot of custom segments here so these custom segments are converting keywords an adwords optimized list to shampoo and conditioner like converting keywords there's a bunch of things here that we can actually identify as a custom mix now i usually like to use custom mixes or even the in-market affinities if you don't have a custom mix those do work very well sometimes they're just a little bit slower to converse because they're a really cold audience that has a little bit less direction. So custom mixes work very well. The more signals, I guess you would say, kind of talking in Pmax terms that you can give a YouTube campaign, the better. However, you don't necessarily have to have 10 or 15 ever changing ads. That's the mistake. I see most agencies make is they'll take five ads, they'll run it for a week, and then they'll change it again. That's wrong. Don't do that. You're what you're doing is you're resetting the learning of that algorithm. Think of it like a child going to school in second grade and learning math. And then after two weeks, you switch it schools and you switch now to science and be like, why aren't you learning? It needs time to grow. It needs time to identify those audience, see those conversions, and then start to retarget more, not retarget, start to optimize the targeting of those audiences and move in. I'm going to share with you something that's really interesting here is this is what I mean by touching it less and less and less. If I look at this campaign here and I look at the change history, the change history in this campaign here, you'll see that I made, I started my campaigns. I made a couple changes on the fourth and from the 25th on what you'll see here, October 25th, from October 25th on, I made zero changes. So you see zero changes and it's going to grow from 37 conversions, 51, 150, and now December 5th, even after Black Friday, Cyber Monday, the first week of January. Now this is the January 9th, so it doesn't have, it hasn't been accumulated just yet because of latent conversions. But even after Black Friday, Cyber Monday, Christmas, all the good stuff, Hanukkah and Kwanzaa, all of the gift giving, it is now at 369. So this thing was growing from 37 to 369 without it being touched. This is what I mean by a self-learning algorithm. Please don't judge your Google ads team based on, did they go in and start pressing random buttons just for the sake of going in and pressing random buttons, you will lose. You're going to win the day because you're charging by the hour or whatever it may be, but just make sure that there's very specific reasons why we don't touch things on purpose. So just, I want to share that with you. It's a self-learning algorithm. You need to set up correctly first time, then give it time. You don't want to change the daily ad spend too much. If you can, you need to just simply give it time. You'll notice here, there's a cost here. This cost has stayed the same all the way from three conversions up to 74. Why is this important? Is because if you start to reduce cost or start to increase cost, you're asking it to learn slower or faster. 
any YouTube campaign, even if I pull up this one over here, any YouTube campaign is going to start off slow and then build up time. If you keep the cost consistent, you will get consistent results. Again, this, this one here, if I just look at the, the change history, just to kind of prove that it's not just, hey, like you got a random fluke. This is a very, so this one here, I started it. I made four targeting changes here. I just removed a couple audiences that were working very well and just gave it time. Now, what you'll see here is what I'm talking about with the latent conversions. It looks like I have 24 conversions on August 5th. Now, check this out here. This is really, really, really interesting to see. And I think that this is something that is a really good indicator of why you give it time. There's two ways to measure Google. Conversions and converted by conversion time. Conversion by conversion time means when do they actually convert? Conversions means what was the action taken that ultimately led to a conversion, but given back to the last point of the action. So if it takes seven days to convert, means on day one, I clicked on an ad, day seven, I bought. Conversions, we'll give it back to day one. Conversion by conversion time, we'll give it day seven. So what this means is when you're looking at here, for example, I had 24 conversions that ultimately converted after the fifth that started on the fifth. That's why there's 24 conversions. But at the time when I'm watching my campaigns, I only had five conversions. So I'm doing five times better on the second day than what I can measure or see. I just couldn't do that until I give it enough time. You'll see the conversion by conversion time starts to grow. But what this means is that day one, or sorry, let's just say day two, these conversions, these 24 may have happened on, you know, the 9th and then the 15th and then the 20th and then the 26th and then the 30th. You'll actually see that this has worked right since day one, which is why I don't touch things because we set things up fairly well from the beginning and I just have to have faith that it's going to work and we give it enough time and aspen in order to give in order to, for this to work. Now we're we're spending a good amount. I think we're spending like two thousand dollars a day. Again, it's expensive, but this one is actually learning faster because it's four times more expensive than the other campaign spending five hundred dollars a day. Why is that happening? Well, Google is going to optimize the same amount for the same activity over a given period of time, but the speed is dependent upon ad spend. So if I spend $500 a day or $2,000 a day, it's still gonna basically take me the same amount of you know views, clicks, and conversions in order for it to optimize. It's just gonna happen four times slower at $500 a day rather than $2,000 a day. It's going to optimize the same. It's just you have to choose how long do you want to how long do you want to give it. So when we're looking at this conversions here, we know that we were successful right off the bat. We just needed to wait like two weeks and quote unquote hemorrhage cash in order for us to prove this model. Now check this out. Let's say we look at the August 4th, the first week from the 4th through the 10th. And the 4th through the 10th here, and I know it might be blurry and it's gonna be a little bit hard to identify here, but you'll see a ROAS of 10% and a cost per conversion of 725. That looks horrible. Now let's fast forward to the last week. I think it was, let's just do like this here. 725 goes down to 115. That's a big jump, a $700 cost per conversion to 115. And this is YouTube attribution, which is not that great. And the row is at 85%. Now in cold traffic, YouTube campaigns to get a close to a one X return. I don't even know what the next, how long we, we did it for last, last, last week. Yeah. It, it jumped down here. Um, $23 conversion, 388 row as, uh, we stopped that on the second. So let me just do, let me do a fair view 27 to the second. That should be a full week. But then now we're getting close to. Close to one X return for last week and $95. So $700 down to 95. What did I do? Nothing. Gave it time. I gave it time. And I gave it the right audiences and I left it to, to its own devices. Now, the other part too, again, I can't share with you the actual ad, but the learnings there, you'll see here when I look at what worked and I gave it enough time, 
when I'm talking about the, you know, many times the the gurus out there that says like, hey, start with 15 ads, make sure they're all at least 45 seconds with it. Yeah, that helps. It's about 10 to 15% of the overall goal, though. 85% is actually optimization and targeting that you give it in the time that and the ad spend that you give it to in order to achieve success. I have like 25 of these case studies, so I can go all day, but this is what I learned, and this is just a really good way to show this. There's only two videos here. These are both YouTube shorts. These YouTube shorts went from two conversions up to 74 conversions just by giving it time, and I can see that each one of these campaigns, I have a $15 CPA and a $20 CPA. And the last, let's just say 14 days here, right now I'm spending 7600 to make 29000 Great. That's a really good return that this thing is just crank it cost reviews three pennies like it's rock and rolling if i was going to make a change to this i would simply just add more videos i would not actually touch these at all don't touch them google found something it likes and it's going to scale this thing to the moon which is why we've taken our clicks and our costs and went from 500 to a thousand we just ramped it up as of yesterday so i wanted to make this video because it's really good to see how this works now let's talk about the type of conversions that you're tracking this is the important part Remember when I, we first started the video and I talked about the conversion action, which is the engage view conversion? That is actually a big factor here. First thing you want to do to identify what's actually going on is go by segment and then go into conversions and then go into the conversion. You're going to go into add event type. What add event type is going to share with you is what are the conversions coming in from clicks and what are the conversions coming in from engaged views? Again, engaged views are different than view through. Engaged view means that they watch it for longer than 10 seconds and did not skip the ad. And then ultimately within the time frame window from that attributed, attributed campaign or that attributed video convert without clicking on it. We all know that people watch YouTube videos. We all know that people watch YouTube shorts. They're like the new TikTok. People watch YouTube shorts, but they don't click on it. I've never clicked on a YouTube short ad. I don't believe anybody out there in internet land is actually either. If we're kind of just being honest with ourselves, we've all seen YouTube ads. We've all seen YouTube shorts. Rarely do they get clicks, but they work. It's the modern day TV. It works. People haven't changed their buying habits over the last hundred years. We just changed the marketing medium as, as to which to deliver that message. This is no different. It's very, very, very standard. It's billboard or TV. We can actually track if someone watched the video and converted, though, much better than TV and billboard. And that's what I love about this. But we can't say, well, the Waroaz is off maybe by 25%, so let's cut budget. You're not going to see the halo effect and latent conversions and also the return traffic through direct, organic, and then brand, and then email signups that ultimately convert one or two months later. So please measure accordingly. But this is what you're going to want to look for. When you look and see that the clicks, I had 66 conversions and $3,200 in conversion value. Now that doesn't look great for $7,600. That's okay. The people that you'll see here engage view conversion when a user watches your video for at least 10 seconds and then either installs the app, performs a web or in-app action within the conversion window. So is this the, the attributed conversion that this, the campaign that attributed the conversion that got the person to? The good part is too, is when you're using cold traffic audiences, these are a lot of new customers. There will be some repeat in there. Absolutely. We're, Google's too horrible at audience targeting in order to remove those users. You could block existing customers, but Google's been losing more and more and more of the ability to actually leverage audiences. So just know that this is going to be a factor. Sticking to more cold traffic, non-branded, you know, non-remarketing audience, non-cross-pollinated audiences like from Facebook or Instagram or TikTok or, you know, whomever is going to put you in the best position for success and scalability and conversions. When you start to see those conversions coming that grow and put those cold traffic, then that's a very good position to be in. So you see that this engaged view conversion has 611 conversions 
and you see that they're actually starting to be split even with other conversions and then we'll see the 26,000 conversion value that's something that we can measure and then if you also looked at the engage view conversions on the other types of campaigns let's see if i can let's see if i can show this yeah it's i can't show this but this is the brand campaign here that's why it's 14 grand for 100k it's easy peasy but we can actually have engage view conversions that are starting to hear what this is is split conversions of people that watched the youtube ad for longer than 10 seconds and then went and googled the brand name and then clicked on the brand campaign and converted this is not going to be all of them again attribution is horrible inside of google you're going to have to use you know your own kind of third-party attribution if you really wanted to dig down into the actual conversion path from click and view. But notice that there's actually starting to have some overlap between like a PMAX campaign and overlap between branded. So some takeaways, give it enough time. It's a three-month time period is actually a fairly good test, especially if you have a lower daily aspect. When I say lower, I mean two to $300 a day, not like 10. Don't run this for under a hundred dollars a day if you're gonna if you're gonna not give it six months or a year. It's so finicky that it needs to find its own audiences and its own and I say when I say own audiences, its own audiences inside of your targeting settings. And when that happens and it starts to scale, it works well. So give it enough time and enough ad spend for it to do its job. It is self-learning. You are not in control at all. Google is. I don't care if you say, hey, I've made three different ads. I swap it on Tuesday. You're not going to win. Google will, will always win. Market will win. You need to leverage the assets given to you by Google, not try to fight it for the sake of just pressing buttons. Make sure that you do have a good enough video. And I, I don't mean like professionally produced, you know, hundred million dollar video, just to have something that is pleasing to the audience that you're going to share it to. So if you had a person sitting next to you that you know as a target audience, be like, hey, check this out. They'd be like, oh, that's pretty cool. Nailed it. You did your job. Just have to have something interesting. Length, obviously for YouTube Shorts, you need it under a minute. Everything else, doesn't matter. It does not matter what the length. If you find the right audience, they will listen. They will be interested. No one's ever said, man, that is an amazing product, but it's a six-minute video. I'm out. People spend 10 minutes at a store picking an item off the shelf than they're looking at it. So <laughs> don't worry about that. If you find the right audience, length of time does not matter. So always look for your sort of initial key indicators. Click the rate above a half a percent is a really good indicator. View rates above 22% is a real good indicator that is going to start to start to succeed. But when you run YouTube ads this way, they will succeed. But everyone normally stops three feet from gold or they don't understand this well enough to either try it themselves or teach their clients. I'm John Moran. If you like this video, please leave a a like or a comment or subscribe to the channel if you're not already a subscriber i really appreciate it and thank you so much and i will see you next time thanks for listening to the google ads podcast for more ways to grow your business with google ads you can subscribe to the solutions 8 youtube channel if you enjoyed this episode please share it with a friend and if you'd like to work with the best google ads agency in the world you can visit solutions 8 at sol8.com Custom here. If you're running Google Ads, even if your campaigns are successful, my years of experience have taught me that there are almost always enormous improvement opportunities. Now, what if the best Google Ads agency in the world was willing to review your Google Ads campaigns for free and provide you with a comprehensive action plan, no cost or obligation? Notice, I didn't say audit or evaluation. I said action plan, a bullet point by bullet point breakdown of exactly what needs to be done to improve your Google Ads campaigns. Yours to keep, no cost or obligation. Head over to solate.com to get a free Google Ads action plan customized for your business. No strings attached.
That's S-O-L-8.com. S-O-L, the number eight.com.